Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Welcome back to Love Your Life Podcast, where I give you the tools and resources to up-level your overall health, mind, body, and soul so that you can create a life you absolutely love. This podcast is for people who want to improve their health, grow spiritually, and have a positive outlook on their life. If that sounds like you, then I'm so happy that you have found this podcast. And in today's episode, I want to share my story about why I went into the practice of helping women find natural solutions for hormonal health really stemmed from years of battling. And I would say years, decades, I don't even know. It's been a long time of battling with my own hormonal health issues. The whole struggle really kind of started when I was a child at 14, dealt with a ton of and I actually, I should probably put a, a full disclosure out there. Guys, if you listen to this episode and this is not something that you want to listen to, feel free to go into a different episode because we're going to talk a lot about hormonal health, bleeding, menses, and stuff like that. So if that's something that you're like, I don't only really want to listen to this, feel free to go to a different episode. But for the ladies out there that are interested in learning a little bit more, stay tuned because we're going to dive into it. All right. So... Now that I put that disclosure out there, because I felt like I needed to let people know about that if they're like, oh, it's so not something I want to talk about or listen to. Um, my whole process really kind of started or the whole hormonal issue started when I was 14 years old. And I vividly remember that I had really horrible, like, gosh, painstakingly cramps um, to the point where I ended up having to skip the second day of school because it was so bad. I would like lay in a ball um, rocking back and forth, taking uh, Motrin and Midol and all these other kind of pills just to try to get that to go away. The fatigue, yes, was there, but the biggest issue I had was definitely the mood swings, the cravings, and the cramps and bloating. Um, but the cramps were by far the most debilitating because it was so painful I couldn't go to school. And medication just wasn't working. And I remember after like, I want to say two to three cycles when I first started, my mom ended up taking me to um, a gynecologist to figure out what was going on. And I remember sitting in the office after having, um, talking to her and having the exam. And she's just like, well, what ends up happening is that you have a huge buildup of the um, lining of your tissues and you just end up shedding a lot and you bleed for 10 days. And unfortunately, because it's such a huge flow that you're going to experience these horrible cramps for the first half of them. 
And the second day, yes, is going when you go from being like moderately medium flow on the first day to a heavier flow on the second day, you're going to experience horrible, horrible cramps. And I remember talking to one of my aunts and she's like, yep, that kind of runs on our side of the family. She would get nauseous and throw up and all this other kind of stuff. And I just kind of chalked it up like this is a family thing. Like apparently this is something that kind of goes along with uh, my family. And the doctor had suggested that I add on to birth control pills. So of course, because I was underage and 14 years old, I had to get the permission from my parents. And my parents were like, yeah, so this is going to be the solution to her um, heavy periods and also the painful periods. Then yes, let's get it on. And I remember going on birth control pills and going from like 10 days down to about five day cycles. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I just cut this down in half. And of course, um, you know, when everyone else was getting pimples and everything else in the teenage years, I didn't have any issues with any of that, any acne because I was on these birth control pills. So I saw it as a miracle because it helped with so many different things. And at that time, of course, I'm not thinking of like preventing pregnancy. I was 14 years old. I wasn't even really thinking about dating at that time. I think I had a few boyfriends here and there, but it was nothing physical going on at that moment until later on when I got into my 20s. But I was on birth control pills and a variety of them. I mean, everything from um, I had tried the patch and Nuvaring and um, ortho tricycline is what I was on first. And then I went to ortho tricycline low. Then I went to um, the patch. And then I think Nuvaring was the last thing I had in that order. So it was quite a few of them over the course of 14 years. And I even remember the study that came out about orphotricycline before orphotricycline low came out. And they were talking about that it was causing these depression in a lot of people and a lot of suicidal thoughts because there was this huge buildup of your, um, usually when you are having a regular cycle, you have a huge buildup of all of this estrogen and progesterone, and then it kind of drops. And there's times where you have like these waves going on, but because you're on the synthetic hormones, you don't have those waves. And a lot of times people were experiencing these extreme depression and suicidal thoughts. So ladies who were taking the medication before they came out with the ortho tricycline low were actually on um, a lot of antidepressants. So it's like you take one medication and you take another medication, which is very normal in today's society because you have to take another medication for the side effects of the first medication, right? That's how we work. And then you end up taking... 10, types, 10 different medications for one situation, really, what it kind of comes down to when we over-medicate ourselves. But anyways, back to <laughs> back to what I was talking about and not on that rant. So I was on quite a lot for about 14 years, and I got off of it when I first met my husband, not because we were planning on having kids or anything, but because the job I was at, the insurance did not cover birth control pills. And at the time I was livid. I was super, super upset, but it ended up being a blessing in disguise because since then I have been off them about eight or nine years and have, yeah, you know, had the black backlashes of being off of birth control pills, getting um, acne and 
everything else, going back to my cycles, um, still having the painful periods, not as bad as I used to be. And I will say that it's gotten better over the course of time, even being off birth control pills. But the pain was there. And I would always remind myself that it's not as bad as it was when I was younger. So I don't know if my pain management got better or whatnot, but at least the cycles never went back to 10 days. They've always been around five days. Um, when I was on, on my menses, they never were a 10-day heavy flow or painful to the point where I would have to skip a day of um, work. I would just take some kind of pain medication and be done with it. So I always thought like, okay, you know, that's normal. That's normal that um, that I might have to be on birth control pills to regulate my cycle because there was a lot of other people I knew that was on it and I didn't think anything of it. And I remember... Um, about eight something years ago, seeing a naturopathic doctor who had tested my hormones and said that my estrogen was very low. My testosterone was higher than normal. Um, and my progesterone was low. So it wasn't regulating out my estrogen and testosterone levels. And his exact words for if I wanted to have kids was that I have a hostile environment to raise kids. Talking about my hormones were so bad that it would just not allow me to have a child. I didn't think anything of it because I was in my early 20s and I had no intention. And even now I'm, you know, one way or the other when it comes to kids, my husband and I are not planning on having kids anytime soon. Um, but if it happens, it happens. So it's not like it's the um, end of the world if we don't have kids. So it never really, that never really impacted me too much. And then as time went on, and I um, was, this is back in 2015 when I decided to do my first fitness competition. I was going through this extremes of like eating a ton of food, bulking up, heavy lifting, and, and um, then cutting and doing a lot of cardio and back and forth. And after about three of those competitions, I started to look amazing. Yeah, you know, I leaned out, I had great um, muscle tone, flat abs. Uh, didn't notice that closer to the competition, even though I was eating super clean, I started breaking out and I just was always laughing about it. I didn't realize that maybe that was a sign that my hormones were out of whack. I completely ignored that symptom because I was so focused on the end goal of winning a competition and looking my best and everything else that I didn't listen to my body signals that, Hey, like something, something might be out of whack. You're all of a sudden breaking out on your chest and on your back and on your face and you're eating super clean. So this shouldn't be happening, right? Um, you're drinking lots of water. You're not drinking any soda. You're not having any sugar. Why is this happening? That didn't cross my mind. I was just like, huh, it's funny that the cleaner I eat, the, um, the more breakouts I have, the, the more junk food I eat, the less breakouts I had. I used to always sit there and joke about this. And this is way before I got into um, the nutritional aspect. But when I had my own coach and was working with her, I used to always laugh about that. Not realizing, again, that it was a sign that, hmm, something's not right. And again, I ignored the other sign that something was not right when my sex drive plummeted. And I was newly married. And I remember it was like the first year or two of being married. And I'm having conversations with my friends about, is it normal that you, you know, after being with someone for about six or eight years, that you no longer have the desire to be with them? And they're like, oh, I mean, it shouldn't be like, you should have 
a sex drive and you're so young. And I'm like, well, maybe it's just the stress of work or whatever it may be that I don't know why my sex drive is just not there. And I really started to think that there was something wrong with me. Really thought like there was something mentally wrong with me. And um, just continue to go through the motions of being intimate with my husband without having the desire. And to have sex, not like I had the desire to be with my husband, but um, not having the desire to actually be intimate. Uh, but being a dutiful wife, still going through the motions. And I knew like he, he could tell, he could tell it just wasn't there. Like a lot of times I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. And he was like, I don't know what's going on with you. You look amazing and that you have no desire to be with me. And I felt bad. I felt really bad. So again, I thought something was wrong with me mentally, not thinking that there was probably something wrong with my hormones. And again, my body has given me another signal like, hey, listen up, there's something going on. So I ignored that second signal. And it wasn't until in 2018, I was sitting in a yoga class where I was actually in a yoga class and the instructor had asked us to roll over to our bellies. And the moment I went from my back to my belly, I felt like someone stabbed me in the chest. It was really, really painful to the point where I almost wanted to scream, like extreme breast tenderness. And I remember getting out the class and I was like, that is so strange. What is going on? And it continued to go for a couple of days. It actually lasted for about 10 days. And after about two days, I decided to, of course, go to good old Dr. Google and figure out what the heck was going on only to find that there's so many things that could be going on. And one of them was like, oh, you could possibly be pregnant. So I was like, oh, that's great. And I remember telling my husband, like, we might be pregnant. Um, So I had, of course, um, scheduled an appointment with my doctor, mainly because we were going out of town, I think, around that time. And I wanted to make sure that, you know, can I drink or not when I'm out um, partying? And I just wanted to get like a, a better check. But I had to go see a new gynecologist, um, according to my doctor, because she's like, I, I'm an internal medicine doctor. I can do your pap smears and everything else. But when it comes to actual hormonal testing, I want you to go to a gynecologist. So she had referred me to someone down the street. And um, there was like a two, two-month waiting period to get there. So by that time, I was two months of dealing with these uh, breast tenderness. My cycle did start. I did take a birth control um test and it was fine. Nothing came back with that. Um, and I remember sitting there in the doctor's office after getting all of my little uh, vitals done and everything else. And I'm talking to the gynecologist about what was going on. And I mentioned to her that at the time when I first scheduled an appointment, you know, I didn't know if I was pregnant. Now I took a test and I had, you know, two cycles since, but I'm still trying to figure out what is causing this breast tenderness. And she just looked at me like, that's normal. Like it's normal to have this. And I'm like, keep looking at her. And I'm thinking, no, it's not normal. You know, I'm in my thirties. I've never experienced this before. You can't sit there and tell me this is normal. All of a sudden, like 30 something years into my life. And then all of this happens. No, I'm not taking that as normal. She's like, yeah, people, women deal with this all the time. It's completely normal. It'll regulate just itself out. It's just what happens. You know, breast tenderness just happens before your cycle. I'm like, yeah, it might happen to someone else, but it never happened to me. So I want to know what's going on and I want to get testing. And she kept telling me like, there's no point in getting testing. There's no point in doing hormonal testing. And I'm like, no, I want you to draw my blood 
and I wanted to get tested. And I kept advocating and advocating and advocating for myself. And she just became more and more frustrated with me because I was not just like accepting what she had to say for face value and going about my day. And I remember her telling me, she's like, well, the only thing that I can think of to help you out is to get on birth control pills. And I'm like, well, I've been off of them for eight years. And she's like, well, I can give you pamphlets for an IUD if you're interested in that or shots. Um, but that's like your best solution is to just go that route. And she's like, especially if you're not planning on having kids anytime soon, I don't understand why you would not go that route because it would be your best overall solution. It will help with that breast tenderness and it will also help with the little bit of cramps that you are still getting. And I looked at her and sternly said, look, I'm a nutritionist. I'm very holistic. I need to know what foods do I need to consume? What protocols do I need to go through? What herbs I need to take? What essential oils can I use? That's what I wanted to know from you. What can I do that's natural, that's not putting any excess hormones, chemicals, medication into my system that can help regulate whatever this may be? And I want to know what my levels are so that I can figure it out for myself if I have to on what I need to do. And she just kind of rolled her eyes at me and was like, good luck with that. And handed me the pamphlets for the different birth control um, mechanisms that she had suggested and sent me along my merry way and billed my insurance for 200 and something dollars. And I remember her telling me like, you'll be back asking for, you know, an IUD or birth control pills. And in the back of my head, as I drove back um, home was I will never see you again. And I haven't. I was livid and frustrated because I'm like sitting there thinking, I just wasted a freaking couple hours at this lady's office. She had the nerve to build my insurance for a 15 minute talk. And I didn't, I came out with absolutely no solutions. I was so, so frustrated. Luckily, a couple of weeks later, I was at this, um, meeting with a whole bunch of other holistic practitioners. And one of the ladies had handed me a book on um, a hormone reset diet. And I remember looking at this book by Dr. Sarah Goffin, I think is her last name. And I remember reading it and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, it's very similar to the cleanses that I take my clients through. There's a couple of things here and there that I can adjust, but it's definitely very similar to that. So I'm like, I'm just going to go through my cleanse process. I did like the fact that she broke down the, it to a little bit longer than just like my, my cleanse. Um, so it was slowly taking away a lot of the things, but there was a lot of stuff that she had mentioned to eliminate in it that I already wasn't consuming. So it was perfectly fine for me just to kind of skip past those phases. After a while, I started seeing some big improvements in it. And then I started doing more research and trying to find more things. And of course, you know, you, for me, I'm one of those people, I find one book and then another book and another book and another book. And then I'm on the Facebook and I'm talking to other holistic practitioners and I'm trying to find more and more and more and more information. And this led into 14 something books. <laughs> um, still reading quite a few of them because it's a lot, uh, but pretty much have read through about um, three quarter. Well, I would say about half, half of those books have I've gone through. And it also led to me going and getting more education on um, additional six weeks training, particularly on hormonal health and focusing a lot of my Ayurveda practitioner program on hormonal health, like really trying to, when I'm studying, 
how does this impact endocrine system? How does it impact these hormones? What can I do? And a lot of it is trial and error with my own body. A lot of it is trial and error with my clients. And seeing these results is absolutely phenomenal. Being able to reverse a lot of the um, symptoms of PCOS. For me, this has now been my third cycle that I've had without pain. I had not needed to take pain medications for three months. I have used a little bit of essential oils, clearly calmed by doTERRA um, yesterday when I was feeling a little bit crampy. But honestly, I have gone on for three months without having any issues. I have changed a lot of my routines. It has been phenomenal. And what I ended up doing to round this all up is I took all of that months of research and trial and error on my own body and the six weeks of additional training that I ended up getting on hormones and um, really finding protocols that work for not just the cramps and not just PCOS symptoms, but also adrenal issues and thyroid issues. And my ladies who are going through menopause and perimenopause with the hot flashes, taking in-depth research to figure out how to heal the body naturally without the need of the medications, without the need of procedures. And I've talked to quite a few ladies um, that are in their 40s or older, past their childbearing ages. And they said, man, if I knew about this prior to getting a hysterectomy, I would have gone down this route. But their doctor, you know, gave them the birth control stuff that didn't work. And the next phase was a hysterectomy. So and the, all I have to say is you don't have to go down that route. There's other options. Try the alternatives. And if the alternatives, the natural alternatives do not work, then proceed forward. But give your body the chance to do what it needs to do and heal itself because it's meant to heal itself. It wants to heal itself. If this at all like interests you and you want to say like, okay, how do I reduce the bloat? How do I get more energy? How do I increase my motivation? How do I reduce the belly fat that's around my midsection? How am I able to have less cramps? Um, along with less headaches is another thing, or backaches. Um, how can I prevent the hot flashes? And even in my early 30s and even in my 20s, I was getting hot flashes in the middle of the night too. So I understand what that's all about. Um, not constantly, but I would definitely get hot flashes. And I always, uh, body temperature should always increase right before my cycle. Um, also, how do I reduce my cravings for sugar and all of these salty things during that time of month? my mood, um, decreasing the depression and anxiety that I end up getting, reducing the length of my cycles, being able to increase uh, my fertility rates because I've been trying to have kids for a long time and it's just not seeming to work. If any of these things, these are all signs of a hormonal balance, really. If any of these things are happening to you right now and you want to know how can I reverse all of these things get better, um, improve my libido, um, change my appetite, be able to get back uh, my thick hair because I'm losing hair, not being so depressed and not dealing with fatigue or having infertility or irregular cycles um, or gaining unexpected weight all of a sudden or losing a lot of weight or dealing with hypothyroidism. If any of these things are of interest to you, 
please, please, please reach out to me. I want to hear from you. You can reach out to me at stephanie at fitnesswellnesslife.com. Again, that's stephanie at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And I would love to talk to you a little bit more about this program, see if you would be a really great fit for it and see how, if at all, I can help you with your hormonal imbalances. If you are driving, don't worry. My contact information is in the show notes. But again, if this story resonates with you, if this is your story or you have a similar situation, you're like, yes, I hear you, Stephanie. I've been there. I've done that. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of my doctors just telling me that it's normal. I'm tired of my doctors trying to force medication down my throat. I'm tired of doctors telling me that the only way of dealing with this is a hysterectomy and it scares the crap out of me because, you know, I don't want to go through that procedure or I'm still trying to have kids or I'm, you know, don't know if I've tried IVF treatments and all these other kind of things. And, and I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to have kids because I was told that it's just infertility just runs in the family. Um, and it's something wrong with my body. And you're feeling crappy about that situation. Reach out to me. There are solutions. There are real solid solutions to your problems. And I want to help you find out those solutions. I want to help you reverse these symptoms. I want you to have the best life you possibly can have so that you can function optimally, right? That you can be happy, that you don't have to be curled up in a ball like I used to be, that you can have the kids that you've always wanted to have, that you can have that connection with your husband. So again, if this sounds like you, reach out to me at stephanie at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And I will see you guys next week. Remember to keep working towards creating a life you love and deserve. If you love this podcast and love this episode, I will love you to the moon and back. If you left a rating and review on iTunes, this helps other podcast listeners to find this podcast. If you take a screenshot of this podcast and email it to me, Oh, sorry, a screenshot of your rating that you have for this podcast on iTunes and email it to me. I will give you a free guide of mine. Um, Really, I will give you one of my free guides to help you balance your hormones naturally. These are some of the herbs that I recommend to help you with that. So if that interests you and you like, yes, I want to get that free guide, go over to iTunes leave a rating and review, and then take a screenshot and email it to me at stephanie at fitnesswellnesslife.com. Again, that information will be in the show notes, and I will send you over a free guide. All right, you guys, take care, and I will see you next week, same time, same place. Thank you for tuning into the Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at fwl underscore Steph 
and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode.